Okay, well, our journey happened several years before we actually um, decided on Portugal. We were praying as we were approaching retirement um, about what the Lord could use us for. And um, so we, we prayed about this for several years because we didn't want to, you know, just retire and sit and watch TV or whatever, you know. So um, when we went to uh, Charlene's brother's, um, what was it called? The uh, Celebration. Celebration of Life, uh, he passed away. And um, we were approached there uh, about the possibility of going to Portugal. And uh, <laughs> so, it, you know, it didn't really hit us that hard at that point. We said, well, maybe we'll think about it, you know. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, that was still during COVID. And, uh, you know, we, we couldn't go then. International travel was, was pretty, um, you know, restricted. Um, so, then in January of this year, we went to the ABWE conference in Orlando, and uh, then there the president of ABWE, Paul Davis, approached us and said that, you know, they were needing some short-term missionaries to, or some short-term help uh, in Portugal. And so, that sort of, you know kind of nailed it for us a little bit. You know, we, we went home and prayed about it, and then one thing led to the next, and we applied. Um, we had to go through all their training, which was, what, about nine courses online, and uh, they accepted us. And then the worry set in a little bit, because, <laughs> you know, it was like, we've never done anything like this before. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so we continued to pray about it, and uh, so we decided that we would answer the Lord's call. And uh, so we arrived in Portugal on August 20th, and uh, in, in Lisbon, and uh, we were nervous but excited to see what the Lord was going to do. And uh, so Molly Rust met us at the airport, picked us up there, and it was very hot that day, it was 97 degrees, and uh, it stayed that way for the next two weeks. I mean, it was, it was brutal. <laughs> and then, uh, so, and then we met Molly's husband, Andrew, uh, who, he grew up in Portugal, so he was, he knows the language, he, you know, his dad, uh, his dad started this ABWE uh, conference center. And uh, so uh, in the year 2000, I think they opened their doors. And it's a, it's a training center, and it's also a school, uh, 1 to 12. So, uh, so just a couple facts here. Uh, Portugal has 11 million people, and 3 million live right there in Lisbon. And the country is 98% Catholic or atheist. So church planting is pretty difficult. Uh, nobody wants to hear about it. 
you know, about the Lord. And so, um, anyway, there's a, they need to hear the news of, of the Lord. And uh, so we had the privilege of um, visiting four of the nine church plants there in Portugal. And uh, it, was, it was interesting. The first church we went to was a Baptist church, but it was in Portuguese. So they gave us a little earpiece and had somebody translating for us. It was interesting. And then there was the, the song we sang tonight. Um, they sang it in Portuguese, of course. And it was just, it was, it was neat to hear, <clears throat> hear Christians Christians praising the Lord. Yeah. We take it for granted sometimes. And, and these people have it. You know, it's tough. They, they have no support from anybody but their little congregation. Most of the congregation is only 40 to 50 people or less. And um, so... That's one of our things. We need to pray. So I would like to start off by saying Buenote, which is good evening, and also Obrigada, which is thank you for this opportunity to share a little bit about our Portuguese trip uh, to Lisbon. We had no idea what to expect, but we had faith to praise God and serve him in any circumstance and trust him and follow him wherever he was to lead us. From the moment we arrived, when we first locked eyes with Molly, we had only seen a picture of her through FaceTime twice. But we, we arranged to meet at a Starbucks as you come out of the airport. And like the smile on her face, the smile on our face was just priceless. Um, we felt your prayers too. We felt the presence of your prayers. We, we listened to the sermons. So thankful for live stream because we felt your presence just by seeing you all, seeing you. Um, so every day we were reminded of some verses, my life verse, Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Also Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Also Psalm 46.1, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And also Psalm 29, 11, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. And we needed the Lord's strength to get through each day. It was an amazing experience to see God at work at the Lisbon Training Center and also the, they call it GLCA, Greater Lisbon Christian Academy, for the six weeks and just have a small part of helping them out. In the past, they had volunteers come every month and we were only the second volunteers the whole year. They had some volunteers in January and nobody else. Um, Lisbon Training Center, they have four guest rooms, plus they have a cabin and they have a shipping container, which you'll see in a few minutes. That's where we stayed for six weeks, in the shipping container. And they also have a very large cafeteria that is used every day, Monday through Friday for, for the school. And also a lot of ABWE meetings take place there. And so we had the privilege of twice being in, involved in um, the ABWE staff 
prayer meetings. They were really good at inviting us to a lot of different events and churches and things. There's an auditorium there on the compound that seats 125 people, and the Christian school uses that. There's two dorms with like 16 bunk beds in each dorms, and we'll go over that a little bit later, some of the things that that's used for. The property, sit, it's a beautiful property. It sits on three acres, and it has a beautiful basketball court and a big playground. The Christian school had about 75 students prior to COVID, but currently they have 35 made up of missionary kids and international students. This represents 20 families total who attend the school with six of the families are unbelieving families. Okay. Well, we got some slides, I guess, hopefully. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> okay, the living arrangements. This is the shipping container that we lived in. Um, it was very nice, very small, <laughs> but comfortable. And, uh, you know, it had a kitchen, kitchen, bedroom, bathroom, and, you know, a little sitting area. So it was, it met our needs. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of off to the side. Of the of the center, so it was private. Um, so we got to we got to hear the kids in the morning playing on the playground. Uh, and then let's see, what's this? Uh, oh, this is the first day we were there uh, in front of the center, on the left, and then that's Andrew and Molly Rust on the right. They're in in their office. Uh, they had a small library in there which they were trying to get rid of all the books. So I took one. <laughs> <laughs> Our luggage was a little stuffed. So, so this, this one uh, here was the first day we met with them and we had a to-do list. And on the next slide, you can't really see it, but the one that's got, it says the calendar and then a to-do list. So like, this is the to-do list. And I'm not gonna read it all, but this is the first day. Sand and paint, room and loft. Um, put padding on cafeteria table legs, clean the right out, the power wash the garage, do a lot of weeding, repair benches, organize lockers and supplies, um, cut palm trees, okay? Um, Demold around the windows. There's, there's a lot, it's hot over there, so mold gets everywhere. Fix the bath kitchen door. Um, on and on and on. Um, and we were like, oh, here's the funniest one bird poop control. I mean, and it's because there, it's a lot of it's open air and you, you can't keep up with it all. It's just unbelievable. So that was our to-do list the first day. Now we had several projects. Um, I was supposed to power wash the side of the building because the wind up there is tremendous at times and it blows all the dirt. I mean, the, the wind is coming off the ocean, so it's, and we're up high. So it, you know, <laughs> it blows dirt all over the side of the building. So that was one of my projects. And here, cleaning windows and uh, <laughs> redoing some doors to the kitchen or the, you know, the cafeteria. And then yeah, I was 
sanding and painting some desks for the school. And, uh, so then the third one in is that's the entryway and that's going into the Christian school there. And um, so like every day, you couldn't literally mop it every day, but there were so many other things to do, you had to kind of pick and choose. So. Okay. <laughs> There's all the windows in the cafeteria. <laughs> Charlene did them all. That was a lot. Uh, and there's uh, me and Andrew just uh, getting ready to put the doors back on the cafeteria. Uh, and there's Charlene picking weeds. There was a lot of weeds, <laughs> and if they hadn't had volunteers since January. So uh, I know you guys were praying for me. I fell. I fell the first day and sprained my left foot. And part of it is all the whole country of Portugal is steep. And this, this, there were like 12 steps straight up and then all this weeding. And it was 97 degrees. It was the first day. It was 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We were getting ready to stop. And I fell. I missed the last step. But the Lord was gracious, and I was still able to work even on a sprained ankle the whole time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me trying to power wash the side of the building. It went well. <laughs> So we, we were able to do a couple side trips. Um, there were some missionaries that we met, especially the first picture is uh, Lady Miriam. She's been with ABWE for 35 years, ABWE of Canada. She's a single missionary there. She's 68 years old. She's praying about what her next steps are, whether she's staying in Portugal or not. But she was like, hey, can I take you here? Can I take you there? So that's in a really cool little town called Ibicera. A lot of beautiful beaches there. And we're like, yeah, as long as we go like three in the afternoon, we got work to do, you know? <laughs> and so we would kind of plan our trips around, um, you know, our work. No, the one, the one, the bottom one is the picture of Nazare. It's a beautiful oh, yeah. town and it's the world's largest. Um, Has the lar world's largest waves. waves. They can get to uh, 100 feet tall and some idiots actually surf those <laughs> yeah and so the bottom picture is a little jeep there and it's because you know i was able to walk down but i'm like i can't walk up so yeah. they have these little jeeps all around and you can pop in those and they for one year old you, you get a ride up to the top <laughs> mm -hmm. this is Here's a couple more side trips. Um, to, they have a lot of beautiful castles over there, a lot of beautiful churches, and um, that was really neat to see. And there's a, one picture in the middle, it's of a, Mark and I and a, and a lady. She's been there 50 years. And Andrew also does some touring on the side, so he would take tour groups to this lady. And she has nuts and dried fruit and really good stuff, and so, Oh, she was so happy to see us. Kisses for everybody. And she literally has been there for 50 years. And so Andrew would be knocking on her container at 8 o'clock at night, handing us some dried fruit or some dried nuts, because she, she was so grateful that he brought so many tours that she, he, she was always giving him free stuff. And then... Well, oh, this... Yes. I can't see it from here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the teachers. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we met the teachers, some of them anyway. And uh, so there are two, two guys. One was Phil, and he has been in uh, Portugal before. He 
actually preached at a church there for two years. Um, but kind of pray for him because he's in the he's teaching at the school now, but he's almost his visa is almost up. He could only get in for 90 days, and he wanted to stay for the whole year. And I I can't even remember his last name, but his name is Phil. And the other guy I met was Dale, and he's from Idaho. He is the science teacher over there. So. And then that last picture is all, we all went out for like a steak dinner and it, and, and it, you get it on a hot rock and so it's all you can eat steak and you cook it yourself on the hot rock. It was really neat. And then two other pictures up there is one of Andrew and his dad, John Rust. Mm -hmm. And yeah. did you want to talk about that? Yeah, so, so John Rust, um, he's been in Portugal for, I don't know, over 30 years. Um, he just retired earlier this year, but he had the first ABWE church plant in Portugal. And uh, so this is a picture of him handing over, I don't know, they say they hand over the keys to the national pastor. So that was kind of exciting to be there for that. You know, that's, that's what missions is all about. So these are some other missionaries we met. Um, Rob Jackson, he's with ABWE, and in fact, he knows my niece, Brianna, um, and Junior that are missionaries in Brazil. They met at ABWE Candidate School, so that was cool. And then there's Mark with Dale, Mark with Phil, and then us with Miriam, the single missionary that took us all over. Hmm. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. So this was, okay. this was really neat. Um, the first picture is of Kyle and Heather Ferran and their daughter Natalie, who's in eighth grade at the Christian school. And he's the regional director for all of Europe. He has, he has 100 missionaries that report to him. In fact, he wrote a book and he gave me a copy of it called Overflowing. It's all about missions. And in fact, he's gonna be in Michigan next summer and um, he said he would love to come to our church. I said, well, we'll have to run that through the missions committee, but they were really, really a cool couple, and they, um, it was just really neat to hang out with them. And then the other picture is a missionary family that I'm probably gonna tear up about, knew my brother Cal, and it was really neat. Their name is Alan Carr, Lillian, and Wesley, and they have three boys. And Miriam knew them and knew that they knew my brother. I mean, I wouldn't have known that. And so Miriam arranged a high tea. And we had this high tea at the cafeteria at the school. They don't speak English. We didn't speak much Portuguese. But he kept saying, Calvin, Calvin, my brother is Cal. And um, apparently my brother, four years ago, helped him get, because they're Brazilian. So they're Brazilian, but they're church planting in, Portu in Portugal. So that was really a highlight for me. And then the other couple there in the middle, that's um, Johnny and Jana. I don't know, I can't pronounce their last name, but anyway, they're, they went to Portugal from, they were missionaries in Cairo. And I guess they got kicked out of Cairo. And so she is the principal of the school and he basically takes care of maintenance for the school. And they, they took us out for dinner that day. That was nice. And then this one um, is Andrea. She's 24 years old. 
She is from Idaho, and she's a school teacher. Can you imagine 24 years old just going to Portugal and teaching school for 10 months? She's praying about um, becoming a full-time missionary. Right now, she's on like a short term for 10 months, but just, just a, a beautiful young lady that loves to serve the Lord. And we took her into this town of Lisbon, and it's called Belim, and that's a castle that like, was built in the 1500s. It was really cool. And then it's another, on the end is another national pastor and his wife that we met. And then the, you can talk about the group. Yeah, this, that's a, the middle picture there is a group from a different church in the area. These are all, you know, Portuguese. And uh, so the training center rents out the place on weekends for area churches, as long as they adhere to the doctrinal statement. So this was one of the groups that was there, and it was kind of cool to hear them, you know, singing in Portuguese, and, you know, uh, if you know anything about Brazilians, they get into their music. And so there was a lot of clapping and shouting and everything. Till past 11 o'clock, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. And one, the one last thing I was gonna say before we end is, um, the, the training center has these guest rooms for missionaries that are coming and going. And so that was a lot of the, a lot of my job was cleaning the guest rooms, doing the laundry and getting it ready for, for the next people coming in and or the groups. Like when a group would come like this, that was their responsibility to clean up. But we all know you still had to clean up after the group was there. And so during the six weeks, we saw a lot of groups come and go and use the facility and use the auditorium. And that was just really neat to see a whole church renting out this facility for a whole weekend and just praising the Lord. It was mm -hmm. incredible. So that's us getting ready to leave, heading to the airport. And uh, I don't know, I, I guess I wasn't really ready to leave yet. There were still more projects to do and man, we had such a great time, but the, the time went so quick. Um, so I don't know, I guess, uh, my challenge, there's many opportunities to serve in short-term missions. I mean, if we can do it, anybody can do it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just be open to the possibilities. Seek the Lord's will for you in missions. And uh, it was truly a blessing for us to serve the missionaries and teachers in Portugal. If the Lord opens the door to go back next year, I think we might go. But also we are, uh, we've been asked to go to Brazil for a month next year also. Um, our sister-in-law, Carol, who's just remarried uh, to Dan Cook, who him, his wife passed away like four months before Cal did. And they were just kind of, um, you know, sharing each other's grief. And one thing led to the next, and so this April they got married. Um, and so they, he's, asked, he's asked us to come there and help do some construction or uh, just whatever needs to be done. So we're open to that. So um, just, I, I started, well, the last time we were up here, <laughs> Um, I, I use this verse, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. 
Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the, to the power that works in us, to him be glory 